Welcome back, everybody, to another episode here with me, your host, The D is Silent, and also on socials as The D is Silent. Uh, let's get into it. Roe versus Wade, Roe v. Wade, uh, was overturned. And uh, I'm probably going to just do a little quick episode, but I kind of feel that now that it's a day has gone by, uh, America's got a black eye across its face. Uh, It's just, it's really alarming how freedoms can be stripped away from people. We're supposed to be the freest people on the country, in the world. And, uh, again, the rights of people are being taken away. And the justification used to take it away is on a religious context. And the forefathers got to be rolling in their graves right now. Seeing as the religious right has spearheaded a movement of nationalism um, coupled with uh, Nazism and white pride uh, coupled with even an extremism belief that you know the good old days were the good old days of the days of you know Blacks had no rights. And, I mean, that extends even to Mexicans. I mean, any person of color had no rights. And it's just really alarming to see that that's the first rule that gets overturned. And then don't get don't kid yourself. That's just the, this is just a stepping stone. Uh, gay marriage is probably on the docket pretty soon. Uh, and for many years, because there is this... Supreme Court of the United States just does not these guys are there you know indefinitely until they decide to retire or decide to hang it up so I expect over the next couple of 10-15 years a lot more rights are about to be stripped from the American people and uh, it's going to be up to the individual states but right now the women's rights have been completely bastardized and I and I look at it and there's a there's a lot to wrap your head around it I myself am not a woman but I do understand what's going on I can see things in front of me um, this in the road in the, and I keep getting the, the conversation goes all over the place on this because it's multi-layered multi um there's so many different angles of this. Um, and I, I recorded this. I re- tried recording this episode. But I got so far off topic. So way out of line. And I mean I try, I'm trying to try to bring it to how we got here. The road to getting here. And I keep going back to George Bush. Just before 9-11. He gets elected. He gets Al Gore. He defeats Al Gore on some funky ballots. If you remember correctly. And Bill Clinton had just, you know, he had just, you know, finished an amazing presidency. 
we had gave us the birth of the internet, gave us several things along the way, a great economy. And Bush comes in. And he's president for about a year and a half, two years, whatever the case may be, and 9-11 happens. And that's to me was the great reawakening of because I think we had been progressing forward towards you know you know Martin Luther King Cesar Chavez the women's uh, suffrage and, and so many other things have been coming up during the 60s 70s and 80s even into the 90s you know um, especially with the culture you know rap music really took off and now you had a lot of you know black superstars in the world and then athletically well you know and all of this is based came forward out of like the civil rights movement uh, which is not that long ago if you actually I mean it, I, we already talk about Martin Luther King as if this ha- this happened like a hundred years ago uh, I think my mother is like 60 something she probably was alive for civil rights movement in you know, because I'm pretty... I, I mean, I'm not... I'm not like, but I think he's posed... He's sometime in the 70s. So, you know... It's just one of those things. Like, he's not that far off. But we have been progressing. And I think we were on the trajectory towards... Overall equality. We were in a good place. And then 9-11 happens. And that just reawoke... The sleeping beast of... White America... Christian, Christian Christianity, and the full-blown religious movement just really reawoke. And then when they started seeing, you know, the world as it was, that America was a target, and it needed to defend itself at all costs. That's kind of where the story of how Roe v. Wade kind of takes place. It probably was undone at 9/11. Um, because the trail, the trickle-down trail probably starts there. For me, it starts there. And that's kind of, I mean, I was already a metalhead. Um, and I just was fascinated with science things like space, Star Wars, um, dinosaurs, things of the nature. And it just it stands in defiance of religion. And I, I always held a, a part of myself, like I didn't believe in religion, I didn't believe in God. And when I seen the masses and masses of people really fucking, you know, try to force a really religious context of, you know, things that were going in the government. It's, you went against Bush, you were going against God. Uh, I didn't really like that. And that kind of, that side of me really kind of solidified right then and there that... You know what? It, it, it's always been fuck the government, both Democrats and Republicans. But now I kind of see that the Democrats actually try. They they try. I mean, they, I mean, begrudgingly, yes. You know, them they do. They do try a little bit. Um, they are part of the machine. They are cogs in the wheel. But at least they try a little bit. So I align myself with more. And now I'm kind of as I progress now. It's full blown. I, I mean, you got to pick a side. I'm picking my side, and I'm not budging from it. It would take nothing shy of a complete catastrophe 
on the Democratic Party side before I switch sides again, if ever. But it probably is never. I'm in my 30s, and I really doubt I'll ever switch sides again um, to be in any sort of a Republican or have any Republican values. But again, 9-11, the reawakening of Christianity. Um, and the Christians really sat down. A lot of Christian leaders, a lot of Christian politicians, a lot of religious politicians really sat down and said, is this what America is? Where we're going to allow um, people of other religions to come in and, and do this to us? And, you know, it's pretty much, it pretty much came down to came down to that they woke they woke up the beast uh, and much to their dismay um, because the war the war in 9-11 happened but ultimately what drug down his presidency to the gutter was his inadequacies with the economy once the economy crashed uh, the Democrats seized the moment and they painted Bush to being the supreme villain and honestly they did they played their hand correctly they they gave two choices between Obama and Hillary and ultimately you know the story Obama became president following such a disastrous such a tumultuous such a uh, epic failure of a presidency and I can't I can go on and on about how bad George Bush was it's got to be he's got to be ranked into the lower bottom three presidents that may have ever existed. He's so bad. Um, but the Patriot Act, Homeland Security, um, shit, the TSA, you don't have no freedoms if they consider you a terrorist. Um, the government is actually armed to the teeth, ready. Homeland, you know, it's Homeland Security, ICE, all of that is born out of George Bush's regime. Uh, very hard to undo it, as a matter of fact. George Bush, um, you just look up the Patriot Act, and so and there's so many other acts that came out of that. Homeland Security, um, you know, there's just so much that goes involved in all that. And that leads us to Obama. Obama could not undo everything because he was focused on fixing the economy. That was the number one thing. It's such a bad crisis happened economically uh, that he had no choice but to fix that and just to keep things as lower the gas um, and so on and so forth. At the same time, you still had this very angry, very, you know, very mobile white nationalism brewing behind the scenes of religion a religious context it was hey how long is it going to be before North Korea uh, a Muslims attack us again our borders and they've used it under the religious context of hey most of what people believe stems from what happened on 9-11 still the 9-11 grasp we're not out of under the shadow of 9-11 by far but under Obama when when Bush crashed Obama came into power and he was president for eight years and white people 
there you got to you got to put yourselves in a white person's shoes. First they get attacked by 9/11 and that splashed across the TV, splashed, painted uh, across the TV as these Muslim extremists, uh, jihad, al-Qaeda, terrorism, war, uh, Afghanistan, Pakistan, mujahideens and and Taliban and um, Iraq and Saddam Hussein and Axis of Evil. All of that is splashed on you. And it's, you know, built up that we need to secure our borders. We need to secure our land and all that. And it's, you kind of, you kind of almost couldn't separate uh, a holy war from the war itself. All of that, if you were against any of that, you were supporting Islam. And, and that's how the religion got tied to those things. When Obama came in, um, definitely people wanted change from Bush because the economy was in shambles. Definitely people wanted change from Bush. And they got Obama. And if you're a white person, you go from a couple of years ago, it's 9-11 war, Afghanistan, terrorism. And now you're looking at a very well-educated black man, probably smarter than most white people. Uh, your life goes inside out, upside down, and you know you kind of feel like your life is over. That America will never be the same. Um, we obviously we're doing something wrong. We're, we're godless. Um, obviously. It shows because the economy sucked. And, you know, and everybody was quick to blame Obama on a lot of things that he didn't, had no control over as far as the economy. They wanted him to bring the economy back to where it was roaring under the uh, Clinton administration just like moments after Bush had left office. As if that's how quick the economy gets growing again. And then they get hit with him again as another for another four years. Uh, mass shootings become the ordinary. And again, the Democrats probably overplayed their hand. They put Hillary up, and white people that are quote unquote God fearing. Uh, they've seen enough. They've had enough. This was just another bastardiza- bastardization of their life. And they were not going to tolerate it. And they mobilized. And and again, you go from under George Bush, terrorism, Al-Qaeda, protect our home, homeland security, the Patriotism Act, uh, military veterans, God, uh, is, is Islam Jihad. To Obama and free healthcare and peace and, and gay rights and so on and so forth, they were grasping and clenching at anything that even remotely resembled something that they were used to, and that's how they got Donald Trump. And the religious people overlooked and over just because he spoke of old times 
of Make America Great Again, as in pretense, like, yeah, back in the 50s, 60s, 40s, um, secure our borders. There's too much illegal immigration coming in. There's, um, he's gonna, only he can fix the wars on terrorism and the war on America, and, and he's anti Chinese. And in in America first, China last, and pro life, and then he started really feeding into. Once he got, once the flame of his campaign really started burning, all he did was keep stoking it with more and more and more and more uh, demeaning things. To you know, he wanted to see those rioters roughed up. He wanted to put. The military on the streets, uh, law and order, back to blue. All of that shit came birthed out of Trump's era, and lo and behold, he was able to pack the courts, the Supreme Courts, with a number of very conservative judges. Um, and it just so happens that through the mercy of whatever is out there mercifully enough that he was not elected a second term because this would have gone from bad to worse um, but nonetheless Roe v. here comes Roe v. Wade with the, a whole brand new set of Supreme Court justices ready to at the drop of a hat ready to overturn said ruling and and sure enough, they did. Um, if I was a woman, I would be totally pissed off. I, I know how I am. I'm a Latino male, 36 years old. I've been here living in the United States my whole life. And I have experienced a number of demeaning things in life that, again, I don't necessarily have no control over. Um, I'm not the one who did 9 11. Uh, that was the Republicans. I'm not the one who crashed the economy. Uh, thankfully, I didn't have a house or much to my name, but I didn't. Then again, being poor fucking sucks in general. There is no help if you are poor in this uh, godforsaken wasteland of a country we live in. Look at the fucking homeless crisis there is. And they expect you to just. Oh, go work hard because, and that's going to fix your credit? No. Uh, there's so many fucking things asked backwards if you're poor, um, if you come from a poor family that is almost basically just every single card is stacked against you. Um, and then lo and behold, if you're, you know, I know. People will have you believe that Mexicans don't see racism at all. But I see it all the time. I see it all the time. Uh, you know, families will call a Mexican contractor to come get a job and expect that because you're Mexican, obviously, maybe you don't have the right credentials. You're not licensed, and they want you to do whatever job 
that John Smith, the American contractor, is charging $5,000 for. They want you to do it for half or less. And basically, hey, do it and then not pay you. I've experienced that through and through in my business, and I no longer tolerate it. Uh, I simply walk away from work if I get in the inkling of a feeling that somebody is not going to pay me based off of something else. I no longer, as soon as I hear the word, what's the best you can do, um, I got a cash price. I immediately start saying, uh, no cash discounts, checks only. Uh, I accept credit cards at a, at a markup of about 7%. Um, I no longer tolerate a wheeling and dealing of pricing. I say what I say if I don't feel good. If, I, if the homeowner uh, thinks because I'm a Mexican man... Uh, that I'm going to do the work for free, then they're out of their mind. And and unfortunately, for a lot of people, they do that. Uh, Just ask your local gardener what it's like to be a local gardener. You guys don't think that racism exists to to the Mexican population. Go ask a gardener... uh, if every single homeowner that they work for pays them or if they pay them what they pay uh, a lawn and maintenance company no they don't they'll tell you straight to your face Um, and a lot of that is just a natural progression of race in this country it's just something that people do Uh, and again I'm getting way off topic here but Nonetheless, the long road to get to now, the Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Obviously, this affects women's rights, and and I, they're probably gonna go after gay rights next. And the Supreme Court stays in power for indefinite term. The uh, it'll be up to each individual states, but I, I states can ban complete. I believe under this Supreme Court, uh, abortion is banned. As you might as well know, that's a, a state can just ban abortion. Period. No matter what is done to you, who's doing it to you, they take away your rights. Um, and it is a right. It is a right because God doesn't exist. Uh, the religious right has for millenniums used religion for some of the most horrific things in the world uh, America has used religion to justify slavery and the rape and killing and maiming and torture and enslaving another human being for hundreds of years uh, and it continues racism continues racism is just a con- uh, is just an extension of slavery and America is nowhere near over that. And at the same time, women forget that they didn't have the right to vote until, again, until recently, within the last 40, 50 years. And they have not made it count yet. They have not, women have not elected a female president, uh, which is really, to me, the more mind boggling part aspect of this. They had Hillary Clinton nominated, 
ready to lead the Democratic Party. And yet women, I want to say, it got to be at least half of the women that voted did not vote for her. Because you, you feel, do the math with me. 350 million people roughly live in the United States. It could be 330. Let's say 330. Let's say 320 because that's the easier number for me to divide. There should be 160 million men, 160 million women. If only 100 million people voted, the women should have crushed Trump in every single state, but there is no unification, and that's largely in part due to the religious aspect of this. Religion will keep a woman in check, love your husband, worship him, bear his children, uh, be subservient to the man. At this, to me, this problem with religion is so deep in this country, it's beyond belief. When you start peeling back the layers of religion, I don't understand how any black person is religious, period, let alone a Christian. Do they not, do black people not know that the Bible was used to enslave them? And that every single black person here is probably descendant from a slave at one point. And slavery didn't end four or five hundred years ago. It ended not that long ago. Um, and civil rights was not that long ago. In religious, the religious movement in America is frighteningly scary uh, because they use they use it to justify and bastardize everything that they can. Uh, and this goes all the way to Roe v. Wade. There's a heavy religious context behind supposedly baby killers or baby murderers, abortion, abortion clinics. You see it all the time. But at the same time, the Republicans have no answer when a man can go, an 18-year-old man can go to their local gun store purchase an, an AR uh, an assault rifle and mow down 20 kids there's no answer there there's no uh, there's no God there Uvalde Texas literally was less than a month or two ago and before and before that Sandy Hook was before that and I don't know how many other schools going to get shot up I have long since projected that the number of fatalities of young children was not great enough. It would have to t- tip to 50 to 100 uh, or something along the lines of uh, an entire school gunned down. And just what it comes down to is it's, no, it's not enough. But for some reason, if a woman gets pregnant... Forced, forced pregnancy uh, via rape or some other sexual assault. They're forced, in some states, they will be forced to carry the child to term. Uh, there's plenty of parents that just can't simply afford it. Uh, there's no natal care that we don't have. We At this current moment, we don't even have baby formula on the shelves. Uh, we're out of baby formula. And before that, during COVID, we were out of toilet paper. How the fuck do you intend to raise... And in parts of the country here, there's no water. 
We're in a fucking drought. How are you supposed to intend to raising kids uh, if you end up pregnant and these are your options? I mean, what are you supposed to do? The United States, the United States, uh, but that goes, this goes all the way back to Mr. Bush. Um, and the Republicans that have played their hands. Fortunately, the, the bright side of this is the internet that uh, President Clinton gave us is the most awesome goddamn force the world has ever seen. Information is at your fingertips. Most people don't use it correctly. But the realization that America is starting to look like and is pretty level to every other nation... Um, as far as we're not as technologically advanced as we think we are, the hype machine that is American propaganda is just not there anymore. You're pulling back the curtains on these politicians that have been lying to you for many years about how great America is versus what is reality. Uh, because in reality, everybody knows how high the gas is, but then at the same time the automobiles have been around for more than 100 years and we have not got past the gasoline motors which is a complete tragedy it's a complete stupidity um again you can look online and you can just find out all you want about dinosaurs and what what age they um how many millions of years ago you can find science uh, you can find you know you can find a scientist um, book. You can find uh, a carbon dating a carbon dating uh, expert. You can find a geology expert to disprove to you what the Bible has said. Um, the world was not created in seven days, and on the sixth, fifth day, or whatever, God created man. No, the fucking world has been spinning. And will continue to spin long after us for millions of years. Uh, the world was spinning millions of years before us. It was fucking spin spinning fucking who knows how long. And dinosaurs exist. There's so many fossils. That should have been the fucking... The kill switch. The kill to religion itself. But... Uh, people are so ingrained in their fucking belief of a god figure... Uh, that they blindly believe a politician when they tell them that this is abortion is something to do with with God is something to do with God, and they and they think it's, if you if you support abortion or a woman's rights that you're godless, you're satanic, you're de- the devil, you're going to hell, you're the sinner, uh, you're absolute, you're the worst person in the world. It couldn't be farther from the fucking truth. Um. Couldn't be farther from the truth, and in taking the women's rights from them, a part of me wants to blame women themselves. Uh, the women's movement, feminism, has been really, really has taken the fe- the woman movement in America and feminism and anything to do with women's rights, women in the workplace, has really, really taken a hit. Um, over the last several years and I, honestly I don't really know what female is going to come out the woodworks and actually lead these women up out the fucking 
out from under the rocks because it is getting bad and better out there for women. I can't help but to feel bad. I really feel as if like, damn, Handmaid's Tales is right around the corner for women. Uh, they can't get abortion. Uh, pretty soon, they equal pay for women had they have been fighting for equal pay for years. Why do you need to get equal pay for what? Then the su- Supreme Court is just gonna shoot that shit down, and you better believe they'll shoot that shit down. Uh, and as you know, and it goes beyond that. You know, women that you know are lesbian, your your marriages are in jeopardy. Any gay person's rights are in jeopardy. Really quick, a lot of the states are gonna all these states that were jumping up the bit to get rid of abortion and LGBTQ rights are just now salivating at the chomp just to do it, and they're probably gonna already put up laws uh, in some of these southern states and these Rust Belt states to just get rid of that shit, and they'll have the the free reign to do it because the Supreme Court will allow it. Um, but again, unfortunately, there is a solution that these old heads don't live forever. Um, it's up to you, the American people, the women out there, gay people out there. You see these people in the streets. You know where they put gas. Um, you know where they're eat, eating dinner. It's up to you to really just run up and crack them. Um, you know, and to make their life a living hell. It's it's your job to make their lives a living hell. You don't got to be violent. There's so everybody is so up and up and addy about a violent protest. My protest is all right. Let me find out where you live. So every fucking day you could just wake up with a flat tire. Let me knock over your trash cans. Let me fucking go and um, take a dump on your fucking front lawn. Fucking ding dong ditch you at the middle of the night. These politicians all don't live in mansions. In some gated community Somewhere where The fucking normal man can't get A lot of these people Live just like me and you uh, Only the crooked ones can afford to do that And not all of them are crooked But they should be Because um, They need to get a lot of hate Towards them uh, You know, A lot of them don't want to be cooped up In their house They take these elaborate vacations they go to these sporting events. They do all sorts of shit. And it's up to you to recognize the assholes that are on the Supreme Court. And just make their life a living hell. Spit in their food. Um, drop a coffee on their lap. Spill the soda on their laptop while they're working on it. Every little thing like that. Eventually they get sick of that shit. You know, and maybe they'll fucking change their mind. Unfortunately for the young audience out there, again, the internet is the most awesome goddamn tool. You want to change this shit, like I, I want to change this shit. You got to get up in arms. You gotta. I'll ne- I'll never support a religion. As a matter of fact, I want to end religion and burn some churches. Uh, there's not enough, and you gotta, and you really, really gotta focus in on the Christian church. Um, the Christian Christians and Christianity is absolutely bastardizing the world. Uh, they, it, we've come so far in this life. We can't. You can't put. You can't let your foot off the gas not one second, because you give them an inch and they take a mile. Um, but what I said, Roe v. Wade uh, again, a black eye on America. I could go on all day about 
the religious context of it. But I don't got all day and I don't want to bore you guys. So catch you guys on the next one. Hopefully with a little bit better uh, topic and something to talk about. So catch you guys on the next one. Laters.